0: In the final installment, Andrika has to deal with making what she believed to be a huge mistake, leaving her to lose the love of her life. Not having Crucial was the last thing she needed amongst everything else she was already dealing with. But how will the troubled beauty deal this time without the protection she's used to and so many people gunning for her and even the people she loves? Not to mention the men who now see her as free game. The other couples return as well. With one realizing no matter how hard they try to stay away from each other, it's nearly impossible. And the other, let's just say they've gone from lovers to downright enemies, while still vying for the bond they once shared. Enjoy this final ride with the lunatics, their ladies, and the others who dwell in the hood of Los Angeles. Every page is dripping with more secrets, more lies, more drama, and more revelations than before. Ever been listening to your favorite podcast and think, hey, I want to start my own? Then you need Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First, everyone's favorite word. Free There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Picking up at the end of book two, was where Andrika was riding past Crucial's uncle's fish spot and seeing somebody with a gun pointed out and her trying to warn him of somebody's uh shooting him, but he's already busting back and he's hit I think like once or twice he was shot and andrika pulls out the gun that he gave her, and you know she starts shooting as well, trying to help him out. And she hits somebody and splits the shooter's head open. So she came in Skylar's car and Crucial calls her and tells her to go home. And of course, she's like, no, but he's like, I got this. Go home. And on the drive home, Andrika is berating herself for possibly, you know, taking herself away from Cooper forever. Because she was not only at a shootout. But she also participated. And you know. She already gave him a shitty father. She herself doesn't want to be a bad mother. And which I understand. But it's also like. You're in love. Like you can love your son. And be in love with someone. And it's like are you really going to watch. The man you love. Just get shot up. And not do anything about it. If you can help it. And once again she's torn between loving her son and loving her man and doesn't feel she should have to choose between the two it's like you shouldn't have to choose between the two but you are in a custody battle and the things that the judge have been telling you is that they have eyes and ears on crucial or they know of him and it's just like it doesn't look good for you to be with this man so all you have to do is just tell him like I love you I do want to be with you but until this custody battle is over you know like just keep it on the down look. like do him like how men do women all the time like you know I need you to hold it down just until this is over and then you know like it's me and you it's not like you dating somebody on the side it's just like we not gonna be out in public like that there's nothing wrong with that and you know so she justifies it as her helping the man she loves which is correct you were helping the man you love so he meets her at her house with someone who is taking Skyler's car and of course they have to get rid of it because crucial is sure that somebody saw her in that car and they took pictures of the license plate so you know their Skyler's car the car is gone he'll get her another one whatever but the car that car is gone and then they get into Andrika's car and go to his apartment um you know like the little just hood apartment that he's expected to have and that cherry hood nurse that they have for the gang is there waiting on them and for some odd reason Andrika feels like this is the time for her to be jealous and watching everything that the hood nurse does and just knows in some way it's for her to get her hands on crucial and want to be with crucial and it's like girl this man is literally shot up and needs help like what are you talking about and so when cherry is done she tells him like you know i'll be back to change it and look at it But Andrika doesn't want that. She's like, no, show me how to do it, and I'll do it, because, you know, like, I'll beat your ass over my man. And Cherry, like, even if she can't, let's say she can't fight. You just not finna disrespect me like this. So I would've said something, too, because it's like, who ass you finna beat, like, what are you talking about? I'm literally just trying to take care of this man, and you talking about show you how to do it because you feel like I want your man. Girl, don't I want this nigga? I'm just tending to his wounds gonna make my money and I'm finna get up out of here. But, of course, Crucial condones this bird behavior and tells uh Cherry if she touches Andrika, he gonna slap her. And it's just like, you can't say nothing to either one of them niggas because they crazy. So let the king and the queen just have their way about each other, whatever. So Crucial tells Andrika to pack herself up um, as well as Skylar and Cooper and go to his house and stay there until she hears from him because he tells her like you know the cops finna be swarming they finna be looking for me this shit happened in broad daylight and of course people record everything so you know they coming for me they are not gonna come for you and once again she's like you know no maybe if I adopted and he's like as your man there's no way I'm letting you go down for this. I'll take full responsibility. I'm like, girl, get on my face. And of course, just like he predicted, the cops show up to question him about the shooting. And of course, he not saying He He's like, I hope y'all don't expect me to help y'all out. Like, what do y'all want? So they arrest him for resisting. And when he's at the station, he does his best to distract the detective, you know, to focus on him alone. So they don't even think about, bring up, say nothing, about that stray bullet that came from the opposite way of where him and the people in the car were shooting at and so the detectives show him a video of him shooting being shot at and the two people being killed in the car which one of them of course was Donica's uh baby daddy because the shooter was also shooting so he starts fighting with one of the officers who was, like, standing in the background, like, security for the detective, talking big shit. And um, as soon as they start fighting, of course, more officers start, com- uh, you know, coming in to help. And Crucial is hit with batons and tased. And, you know, of course, like, he has wounds, so he starts bleeding. And they take him to the hospital, um but he's handcuffed to the bed and then another detective comes in and tries to question him even further and crucial's like man I ain't got shit to say to none of y'all I need to call my lawyer so the detective goes out and brings a nurse back in um who came in with a phone and some water so he calls ed who is his lawyer but ed is working on andrika's custody case so crucial tells him no that's your main focus stay focused on her just find me another lawyer so after some time this lawyer arrives and he's looking on scared like just looking at crucial he's afraid and you know acting real jumpy and real nervous and um he tells crucial that you know it's not looking good for you um because they have him on camera shooting and he looks like the aggressor and the lawyer says but we do see a stray bullet coming from and this is the only time that he's regretting giving andrika that gun because it could possibly cause her more harm than what's already going on her in her life and he flat out tells the lawyer no work work around that do not mention that bullet again don't bring it up focus on a self-defense you know case but that gun that straight bullet that you think you saw no we're not doing it and so andrika receives a call from someone through social media and at first she doesn't answer and the person calls right back and you know she answered with an attitude like who the hell calls somebody through social media you fucking psycho and of course it's crucial you know he got a little burner phone to call her and talk to her and he's like you know that's right keep these other niggas uh away from you and he tells her about the safe that he has in his home and the code is already in her notes and she's like you know how did you have time to do-? he's like man you stay worried about the wrong shit you know that money is there use it how you want uh how you need it and you know it'll hold you down till i find out what's going on with me and so she asks, but won't i get in trouble for spending nah wrong nigga all the money in my crib is legit just like the bread you get from bank of america I ain't that other nigga house is paid off so you ain't gotta worry about that if you want to continue to kick it there And she asks, why do you talk like you're not coming back? And it's like, sis, your nigga is a banger. He has felonies. He had a gun that he wasn't supposed to have. And he is accused of a double homicide. Like, until trial starts, he probably going to be sitting down for a while. And you knew that. Like, yeah, Mariah wasn't about that life as much as crucial is but it's like when you in the hood you know stuff and you can learn stuff so it's just like what what's not clicking steven like and that's the one thing i hate about like hood books when like hood niggas or you know niggas can be a general term like they get with these quote unquote good people who don't know nothing and at the slightest form of trouble they tearing up and they don't know how to act and it's just like what am I gonna do it's like you are gonna hold it down get it together and we are gonna get through this but he tells her you know like I'm just keeping it 100 with you I probably won't be back but you gotta promise me that you gonna hold it together like you know open up uh that barbershop you've been talking about um or whatever else you want to do but it's just like just just take the money like it's for you and so, this upsets her, but it's part of the game. And he just tells her, I'm preparing you for what may happen. Of course, I'm going to try my hardest to get out of here. But in the case that I can't, here's what you do. So, later on that night, uh, Andrika hears the door open. And it's like, the only other person that should be walking in this house ain't coming home no time soon. But it's Crucial's mom, Katrina, and her brother, Depp. They stopped by with groceries and um, a lasagna that she cooked. And Katrina tells her, you know, Crucial called me and told me that he's going to be gone for a while and you may need some food, so, you know, I'm here. And she's like, you know, I got some stuff to do, but I'll be back later to talk to you. And, you know, we'll finally, like, officially meet and finally, like, have a conversation. And then she walks out and Deb waits for Katrina to leave before like trying to say some little slick shit to Andrika like you know I told you if you ever needed anything I got you but wait you don't have my number do you? And immediately Andrika clocks it she's like I don't know who the fuck you think I am or what you thought this was gonna be but it ain't that and don't make me tell my nigga on you. And he laughs at her like the nigga that's been looking at me like a father figure ever since he was a little kid are you sure he's gonna believe you and although she like plays it tough in front of him she is unsure or uncertain if uh crucial would believe her over him but it's like girl you should see how crazy that nigga is about you like can't nobody say nothing to him about you and in the case that he didn't believe you if you say something. And he like try to play you off. Then you know that crucial ain't the nigga for you, and you can dip. Like yeah, the nigga crazy and might not let you leave, but you know do what you gotta do. Cause it's just like nigga, if I tell you some shit and you don't believe me, then that's really the end of us. Cause I'm not gonna be with somebody I feel like I can't trust and who don't trust me. My word is my bond. So if you don't believe that, then you like what is this? And so two guys come into crucial cell trying to kill him and of course like the nigga is sitting up in the dark and he can hear them coming before they actually get in his cell because they're having a conversation before they get there it's like if y'all trying to sneak up on somebody why are y'all so fucking loud even whispering like you whispering loud and so of course crucial gets the better of them because if he dies there's no book um but not before he finds out that it was the Yobes who ordered the hit and only offered the guy $10,000 when he gets out, which wasn't for another three years. And it's like, this is the Yobes. They're supposed to be making big money. And everybody knows who Crucial is and like what he does. And all they offered you was $10,000 and you took it. Like, with or without a gun, Crucial is crazy. Um. But yeah, he ki- it was two of them, but he killed the main one because Crucial knew that he was the ring leader, but like he killed him last trying to get the information up out of him like, you know, who sent you and why would they send you? And you really like went on a dummy mission because that made no sense. So Crucial has another meeting with his lawyer who once again tries to bring up that straight bullet and Crucial... Hems him up against the wall and tells him under no circumstances will he allow him to bring that up. He lets him know that that bullet that he's talking about introducing, like it involves someone that he is willing to give up his life for, and that's all he needs to know. So then, crucial calls his mama, you know, just to check up on her, and see how she doing. And death tells her, you know, your mom went to the store. But I'm glad you called, because there's some stuff that I want to talk to you about. So, of you're like, you know, what is it? Because the nigga already in jail, and that was sounding like it's some deep shit. And he's like, I can't handle too much more of this. Um, So, Deb tells him, you know, your mama and I went over there to drop off the stuff for your lady. Um... And basically, like, giving all this back information. And Crucial is like, I don't need all of that. Get straight to the part with my woman. Like, what does that, what do she got to do with any of this? And so, Depp says, I don't know how to say this in a nice way. So, I'll just come right out and say it. I'm pretty sure your girl was on some suspect shit. And Crucial is like, what? What the fuck that mean? And telling him he better to get to explaining because whatever he's talking about at the moment gonna have some niggas coming at Deb head. And he's like, for me? I'm your uncle. He's like, I don't give a fuck who you are. If I was face-to-face with you right now, I would knock you out. Like, I don't believe none of what you're saying and explain what you mean. So Deb says, you know, damn, I thought we was better than that. But what I mean is she was flirting with me for a little bit. It ain't the first time either. And it's just like, and I had to think back to the first time. And I think that was in the second book. He told Andrika, like, you know, if you ever need anything, I'm here for you. And like giving her this look up and down look like, you know, he's trying to holler at his nephew girl. And Andrika peeped it back then. Like, that is a creepy ass nigga. And um, he says, you know, I just figured I took it the wrong way. But when I dropped the food off, it was obvious. I don't know if she got a motive or if that's just how she is. And then, of course, want to bring up the fact that she was with Mo from the Yobes and now she's with him. And Crucial is like, you know, his first thought is to go off, but he already in jail. So he got to play it cool. And he said, yeah, I do think about that. And, you know, just basically don't say nothing else but then we get a chapter from Depp who did actually kill a crucial and OD's father and it's not because he was defending his sister's honor like people would think because it's just like damn your little sister got pregnant by a married man and had a baby but when he went over to Killian's house you know basically like what you gonna do with my sister Cause you get to come home to your wife every night and then you fill her head up with BS. Uh Killian basically called him a bitch, told him stay in his place, don't worry about what uh grown people is doing, and basically paid him no attention and walked away, which I'm still trying to understand. Like, why would you ever walk away from somebody in your house? I don't care how big you think you are. Um so Deb put the silencer on his gun and went into the bed, um, Jeanette and Killian's bedroom, and shot him, and then put the gun in Jeanette's hand, well, you know, first he wiped his uh, handprints off the gun, they put it in Jeanette's hand, and then hid it in her panty drawer, and Jeanette um, was either in a deep sleep or drugged up, because the whole time that was going on, she was laying right there in the bed, not moving at all, which I'm trying to understand because even with a silencer, with that being so close, like how you didn't hear that or motion, or even when he went to put the gun in your hand, you don't feel somebody touching you? So Deb goes back over to Crucial's house and lies to Andrika about needing some important paperwork from Crucial's office that could potentially um have something to do with him getting bail and at first you know she's skeptical because it's like i'm pretty sure he would have called me before you just popping up over here so he's like fine you want to let that nigga sit in jail whatever whatever basically you know getting inside her head because if it's a possibility that crucia could get out she gonna do whatever so she lets him in and he follows her to the master bedroom and when she comes out, I believe the closet, you know, he's standing right there and she's like, what the hell are you doing here? And he tries to attack her, but Andrika gets the better of him and pulls a gun out on him, making him leap. And when he gets out to his car, he immediately drives over to Yo territory. And the first two young niggas he see offers them a thousand dollars to possibly rape her if they want to kill her and then rob the house because he says you know y'all want to make some money I need y'all to hit somebody for me and says you know like she's a cute girl so if y'all want to do something else you know do whatever y'all want but kill her and rob the house because there's some jewelry in there and they accept and I'm like okay yeah y'all hood niggas but y'all can't be smart hood niggas Somebody just pull up on y'all saying, hey, y'all want to make $1,000 to kill somebody? Man, if you don't get the fuck out my face, I don't know if you wearing a wire. I don't know if this is a setup You lead me to get killed. Like, come on now. So Skylar calls Andrika. She was back at home with their mother. And she's scared because there's a guy there with Jada. And they're arguing, but standing right outside the door that Skylar locked herself into and the man is trying to get in there, so it's like <sighs> Jada bringing another man into the house to possibly rape one of her kids. And I just want to say now, this book—I don't—I don't know what Siobhan was going through or like what type of mood she was in, but there is sexual assault or possible sexual assault all of and through this book that happens so many times and it's just like what the fuck yes it does happen I'm not saying it's not an issue that should not be discussed but I honestly want to say like maybe four or five times sexual assault or almost sexual assault happens and it's like basically fucking terrifying because it's just like damn ain't shit else to do but kill people and uh rape them that ain't all hood and gang culture is about like come on now um where was it because <laughs> it just like it threw me off so andrika rushes over you know to get her and the guy is saying and she's like you know move away from the door and he's like if you don't get your ass on so she punches him and that one punch he running off crying in the corner like bitch and she gets Skylar out of there, and she tells Jada, you know, Skylar is not coming back. And so Jada attacks her from behind, saying, you know, you always thought you was better than me, you always thought you knew so much. And she like grabs her by a ponytail and hit her from the face, hit her in the face from the back. And when Andrika gets her footing, she turns around and she whoops Jada's ass. She let all of that pent up frustration. She got going on with all her uh situations and just let it out on her mama, which she should have like been doing. It's like what they slapped each other one time and like they cussed each other out, but she ain't really whooped Jada's ass like how she should have whooped Jada's ass. And she finally did it. So later, you know, it's time for her and Katrina to sit down, officially meet face to face and have lunch and get to know each other. And it starts off kind of rocky because Katrina let Depp get into her head. Like, you know, yeah, crucial, kind of wild, that he do stuff, but he ain't never got into this much trouble until he met her. And she basically regurgitates that, exactly what Depp said to her. She turns around and says it to Andrika. Basically, like, you the reason why my son is in jail right now, facing double homicide, and it's like, sweetheart, little do you know, ain't got nothing to do with her got to do with his brother that you told him not to touch just because that's his brother not not knowing that your brother is really the brother that ain't shit Uh, but you know and explains to her you know no we're in love and we would rather go through this rush rough patch together than to live our lives separately and being miserable you know like can can't you understand that and Katrina says you know she understands and asks her what happened to her face and Andrika, you know tries to downplay the situation and laugh it off like you know I got into a fight with my mom and Katrina tells her you know like that's not a laughing matter and you should not be fighting with your mother and she gives her a hug and you know just like saying nice things to her that a mother would say to a daughter and getting that type of affection from a mother figure, you know, causes Andrika to get teary-eyed because it's like, this is what she's been wanting all along. And to get it from her boyfriend's mom is special. So Crucial calls Andrika and tells her that Lolly is coming over to move them once again. But this is going to be a location that Deb knows nothing about. Because he can just feel that Depp is on some bullshit and ain't being truthful about what he said. Like, he doesn't tell her that, but just tells her that they're moving and, you know, like that's that. And Andrika tells him that she had to pull a gun on Depp, but doesn't tell him, doesn't tell Crucial, you know, like how he almost assault, or tried to assault her, I should say. Because it's like that man already in jail. It'll probably be a whole nother problem if she actually said that while he was in jail. So Skyler gets quote unquote permission from Crucial to go back to school, but he has a driver to take her to and from school because the whole thing about them hiding out, it's like nobody needs to see y'all, know y'all, because any association with him could cause harm to them. So they just had to keep it on the DL. So it's just like when Crucial told her she could go back to school, she did. And in the middle of the night, Andrika is woken up by her phone. Skylar is in the hospital and has been badly beaten. So when she gets to the hospital and asks Skylar, you know, like, what happened? Skylar stole Andrika's keys to Crucial's old house like the house from the first book like when they first meet and he takes her back to her house because he has so many properties you know i gotta keep him in track so the first house she stole the keys to that house and had planned to just have a get together and that's where she was attacked and what it was i think it was before crucial went to jail or right after he went to jail uh Skylar asked if she could have a get-together and Andrika told her no so it's the fact that she stole the keys and had the kickback anyway um but it wasn't like it was a whole bunch of people that it was her and two of her friends that she picked up in Andrika's Range Rover they were just hanging out um in the pool uh drinking when six men with guns arrived and Skylar tells Andrika that her and the two girls were sexually assaulted because Skylar just says they raped everybody and it's just like it was weirdly worded that way but all I can think is that all three girls were raped by all of them which is that is so heartbreaking and um Skyler tells her that they were Yobes which I'm so it's so crazy and when O.D. finds out that these young boys did this because they just called them lower ranks and don't really know too much and which I'm trying to understand if this is your gang, and I, I don't know I don't know gang culture like how it goes but I feel like you should want to know like who's in your gang or who calls themselves being affiliated with your gang because he only caught one of them and didn't even know the names of the other boys who was a part of this dummy mission that Depp sent them on, and he kills the one that he was talking to like y'all really did this dumb shit and he calls the hospital and only has to tell them Skylar's first name like, you know, she's my cousin, da 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 da. And when the receptionist asks, okay, so what's her last name? He doesn't know that. So how do you give out her information? I don't know, hospitals, I s I I don't like that. I feel like it should be more uh secured. Is you shouldn't be able to just call the hospital to visit I don't know I don't know how to word that but it was just so crazy to me how he only had to make that one phone call and get her name her hotel room and he's visiting her room like that girl was sexually assaulted how do y'all not know that this is the man who sexually assaulted her just because he said that he was her cousin like make that make sense so anyway he goes to her room and threatens her and says, you know, you think what happened to you this time was bad? I'll really make some, it. And it's just like, she was potentially raped by six guys. What are you t- <sighs> Never mind. Um, and then he goes to visit Crucial in jail, thinking because Crucial is behind bars. You know, he's the tough one now. And Crucial still manages to punk him. And make him fall in line. But Odin tells Crucial that they need to team up and get rid of them. And Crucial says, I don't need to team up with nobody. I already got my own shit going on. I got plans for that nigga and I got plans for you. So don't think just because I'm behind these walls, I can't get to you either. All this time, Andrika has had Cooper, you know, with her full time. Emily calls her and tells her to bring him back, or she's going to have her arrested for kidnapping. And she thinks that Emily can't do that, but she actually can't. It's like, girl, she has custody of your son. Technically, right now, you would just be what is it called, like an egg? Don't like you don't have rights to him. She's being quote unquote nice about it so she has to take him back and her lawyer because yeah she called Ed and Ed tells her you know like you really need to get a job because it's still not looking good for you so but she does find a barbershop and gets a chair um which booth rent was 1100 a month I said damn and the owner keeps flirting with her but she lets him know like you know I got a man don't don't do that to yourself Crucial has a bail hearing and is granted, which he was actually surprised, but it's for $3 million cash. So he calls in drinking and tell her that they're releasing him and she's confused because she's like, they are. And she's like, yeah, you know, when you pay, that's how it works. And she lets him know, like, yeah, I know, but I haven't even got gotten there with the money. Like I have the money, but I'm not there yet. So that lets him know that somebody else paid his bond and he's wondering like who it is. So he just tells her, okay, and hangs up the phone. It's Mariana, the plug sister who brought her ass over to the U.S. and is stalking Crucial. And he, you know, cuss her like, you know, you keep getting me at the right time where I don't have a gun on me and I can't fuck you up how I want to, but keep playing with me. And and Cooper are waiting outside for him. And, you know, he hugs Cooper and gives her a kiss. But as soon as he's, like, in the driver's seat and they're pulling off. And Trina asks, you know, like, who is that? Because she couldn't see uh, Mariana's face from the back. And he tells her no one. And, of course, she's immediately upset. And I'm just like, girl, you get jealous at the wrong times when there's nothing to be jealous of. And i don't know because siobhan has done this before but she'll write like the the main character has nothing to be jealous about like she's beautiful but that's all she does like as soon as her man is talking to somebody else or even looking at somebody else that's not her she's jealous and don't want him to look over there and it's just like girl what what is going on here and drink at least for work But let's uh, Crucial know that Skylar is there to watch Cooper if he has to go anywhere. And at some point in the day, Crucial and Skylar, like, they run into each other. And he's just looking at her, you know, like, watching her movements. And it's like, you know, has anybody said anything to you? Or um, has anybody from the Yobes contacted her? And at first she denies it, but he just knows that she's lying and she's moving like kind of funny. So he presses her harder and she tells him about OD. And he's like, girl, why would you keep something like that from me or try to hide that? So he tells her, you know, keep up texting, but um, excuse me, keep up contact with him, but text only. Do not meet him. Do not answer any phone calls. Simply text or nothing. And, you know, she says, okay. <coughs> excuse me. Crucial text and for a little getaway just the two of them you know they go out to dinner they have fun and the next morning when she has like what she thinks is a hangover the receptionist at the front desk is like uh or what is it called concierge yeah concierge she's like, you know, you could be pregnant, and is looking at her like, no, but Crucial, of course, like, where can I find the nearest pregnancy test, and she's like, boy, you are out of your mind, I am not pregnant, lo and behold, she is pregnant, but this worries Andrika, because she already has enough going on, and she still doesn't have full custody of Cooper, Crucial goes to his mom, you know, about what he heard about her brother, like, I heard your brother killed my dad, and Katrina is having none of that. She's like, he knows how much I loved Killian, and he would never do anything to me like that. And basically, you know, is looking at Crucial like, and don't you ever suggest some shit like that again. Um, And he's just looking at her like, yeah, okay, I, but I know what's up. So at the store, Crucial sees Donica and tells her to meet him at his apartment. And this is where I'm a little iffy because it's basically like Siobhan threw that in there. It's like we halfway done with the book and you just randomly throwing Donica in there. But anyway, when they get to his apartment, he lets her know that he recognized her baby daddy as one of the shooters. And how the baby daddy got over on the yobs and basically had to run out of state and all of a sudden he just pops up shooting at him so he knows that OD started messing with her to get to her baby daddy to try to put the hit on him and at first she tries to deny it but then says she was scared because OD was threatening her and Crucial wasn't talking to her anymore so she didn't know what to do. And he tells her, you know, that's bullshit. You had plenty of time to talk to me before and you could have said something or you could have got word to me. You was in your feelings that I wasn't having sex with you no more and figured since you couldn't have sex with me, I could just die. And she doesn't argue that. She just starts crying. So Crucial leaves her in the apartment and goes to his car, attaching a silencer to a gun and shooting her through the window, which is crazy. So the gang throws crucial a welcome home party and Jory's girlfriend shows up and the gang culture, like the thing is, if you find out that a former girlfriend from any gang, like if she was the girlfriend of said gang member, then she goes and sleeps with the opposition, automatically she's supposed to be dead. And everyone was trying to give uh, Jory grace to do it himself. Like, you know, that's your girl. She violated you. So you take care of it. Like, we gonna let you handle it. But he's dragging his feet and don't say nothing. Um, so he tries to approach her and she runs away or she tries to run away. And telling Crucial that the situation is between herself and Jory. The gang has nothing to do with it. And it's like, girl, you knew what this was when you got into it with Jory. You know about gang culture and you knew what you was doing. So um, this has everything to do with the gang. But now that your life is on the line, you're trying to backtrack. And Crucial tells her that he wants her life. And because Jory has taken so long, he tells one of his young boys to take care of it. So while everybody is inside the club, they hear shots outside. And as they're walking past, they see her dead body in the car. So, Andrika and Crucial are having, like, a birthday dinner that turns into a club party because they, you know, share the same birthday and Jory storms in there pissed. And at first he like shoves Crucial because he's upset at the fact that old girl is dead. And Crucial tells him, you know, like I'm gonna let you get that off cause you upset. And if you want to fight about it, we can go. Like it ain't no problem. And so Jory Jory is a bitch. He gets a uh, punch in while Crucial head is like turned, like he really wasn't expecting it. And Crucial tells him, okay, so you want to fight? So he takes off his jacket and tells him, you know, I'll even let you get one more punch in before I really beat your ass. And so Jory, you know, swings again and misses. So Crucial just commences to beating his ass. And basically, like, they got to carry Jory out. And that's the end of him for a second. Crucial is throwing... An annual basketball game fundraiser for the neighborhood that he always does you know just to put some more money in the hood uh the plug sister shows up and goes to sit with the ladies just acts, acting very friendly because she introduced herself to Andrika as just being new to the neighborhood and needing some help so you know they've seen each other a few times and have spoken so Crucial is looking at and drinking, you know, smiling. And then when his eyes like shift over to the right, he's looking shocked. And so she looks to where he's looking and see the plug sister and automatically thinks that they're cheating. And so she's watching like both of their movements, even when she's supposed to be having a conversation with Chanel and Ayana. And she sees them, like, sneaking off to the side of one of the food trucks that's out there. And she immediately goes over there and yanks uh the old girl back by her hair. And Crucial tells her, you know, like, let her go. So this upsets her even more. Like, damn, you trying to protect your side chick? And he's like, ain't no damn side chick. Just let her hair go. So she does and, you know, goes back over to uh where Chanel and Ayana are. And later, he explains to her who uh, the plug sister is and how she needs to listen to him when he just tells her something. And, you know, of course, now she's shocked and she's scared because, girl, not doing some shit with the cartel. Like, every woman he talked to do not mean that he cheating on her and want to sleep with her. And it's like, for somebody who swears that they're confident in their relationship and in their partner, you sure are insecure as fuck. So now he's pissed and he's not talking to her because it's like, damn, now this is another situation that I got to deal with. Because, of course, them just walking away that day wasn't going to end well. It's like, girl, you don't pull this man's sister hair. We could die off that alone. So, Andreka goes to the house that, you know, Crucial brought for her after her apartment got messed up in Yobe territory and there's been a murder the plug sister, who she didn't even know lived right next door to her. So it was basically stalking her ass. Andrika catches Skylar getting out of a black truck and immediately questions her like, you know, who is that? What was you doing in there? And Skylar tells her that it was OD and about the conversation how she had with Crucial. And that's what he wanted to do. And it's like, that is not what he told your ass to do. It was actually the opposite of what he told you to do. So now Andrika is upset with Crucial thinking that he put her sister in harm's way. And that's not the truth. That girl was supposed to text that man and nothing else. And then just give that information to Crucial. Did nobody tell her ass to meet up with him? And so he finds crucial finds the guys who assaulted Skylar and kills all of them which is so crazy because this old lady who's like lives by herself you know she be in a deep sleep during the night so he breaks into her house just to climb up to the roof like you know don't do nothing to the lady don't take nothing from the house literally just needs to get on her roof so he can uh see across the street into another house and that's how he killed all of them So when he gets home, Andrika is waiting there with her suitcase and telling him that she's leaving because she is really upset with him about Skylar. And she's like, you know, that's my sister. Why would you involve her in something like this? And Kusho don't even say nothing. Like, don't even tell her. Like, basically, Skylar was lying on me. All I told her to do was text. She wasn't supposed to do nothing else. And when Skylar comes out the room, looking at him like with them little sad puppy eyes because y'all know I do not see if a Skylar. I don't care nothing about her being green to the streets or nothing like that. I just don't like her attitude. She tells him, I'm sorry, uh Crucial, I told her that you didn't tell me to do and it's like no, that is not what you said. You said he told you to do whatever to get (laughs) Man, whatever. You gotta read it for yourself. But Skylar Skylar is a fucking liar. Um so he lets her go like all right you want to go to your house cool but he literally hops in his truck and is right behind them. he doesn't go in the house he sleeps out in his car but he's like at the house with them so crucial finds out where depp has been hiding in the uh next town over 40 minutes away so he confronts him about killing his father being the one to send Andrika all those messages about him being with other women. So every time he got, I mean, she got a text message like, you know, your man been at the shop with uh, Donica or he was seen outside with uh, Cece. That was him using, um, I'm going to say WhatsApp, but I'm pretty sure she didn't want to say that in the book. But yeah, using WhatsApp because it was from a different number, but it was still like traced back to him. And also texting the Yobes his address to rob and rape Andrika, but they actually got Skylar. So he has Lolly there who has depth in a chokehold and says, well, since you like to text so much, he cuts off both of his hands. So Andrica gets a few text messages from CeCe demanding that Andrica let her talk to Crucial or she's gonna harm Cooper. So Andrica jumps up immediately calling uh Emily and cussing her out. It's like why the fuck would you let that bitch take my baby? And Emily is like, girl, what are you talking about? Uh Cooper's right here. And she's like, no, he ain't. Like, that bitch just sent me text messages of my baby and demanding, you know, something from me. And so, Emily gets up and like, oh my God, she must have took him while I went to lay down for a nap. She was just supposed to come and pick up her kids. But Andrica can hear Cece's kids in the background. So, it's like, she didn't even pick up her own damn kids. She just kidnapped Coop. So... She tells Emily, you know, send me CC's address and hangs up on her. And when she gets there, like, Cece is still demanding to talk to Crucial. And it's like, talk to him about what? Like, what? He ain't gonna sleep with you. He threw your ass in the mud the last time he saw you. Like, what are you talking about? And so she puts three in CC's head because Cece uh, had a knife and she had it up to Cooper. Uh, neck telling her you know like I'll slit his throat and she was like roughing him up so three to the dome CC gone so Andrika gets a call from Chanel to turn on the news Emily had been arrested in connection to the murder of her son whose body parts were found in her backyard and also for being a part of the uh, escape plan that got Mariah out of jail so, and in the meantime, you know how Andrika and Crucial do. They can't stay mad at each other for too long. Crucial apologizes and tells her she has to forgive him because although he was wrong, what he did was done with the best intentions of just getting OD. Um, so the shop that she's working at, the boss, Olin, he once got her to work with him for a rapper and like the crew because he couldn't do it all by himself so that same rapper asked her to come to his hotel to cut his hair before like in a, a performance or a night out that he had so when she gets there it's only him and she asks him you know like where is everybody else at? he's like oh uh you know how they do they late but i'll pay you regardless so after she's done cutting his hair, then the boss Olin shows up and Andrika's confused because she's like, you know, what are you doing here? And he tells her, oh, you know, he said I could ride with him and his crew and party with them. And she's like, oh, okay, that's nice. But then, um, uh, what is his name? His name was Shock G, the rapper. No, it was z z shock z shock was his name um he tells her you know I'll give you this money if you let me have sex with you first I'll give you half up front for me and then the other half when my boy gets his turn so it's just like and she's like no I'm not sleeping with y'all and Olin says oh um if you won't do it willingly we have no problem taking it so they both start walking towards her and thankfully she has her gut on her and pulls out her gun and tells him like you know no y'all gonna give me my money and i'ma leave and so uh the rapper throws the money at her like here here you crazy bitch and it's like i'm crazy but you was about to rape me like come on now um So, when she gets to her car, like, she can't even drive. She's too shaken up. So, she calls Crucial, who comes through and sprays them like Swiss cheese. It's just, like, supposedly over 100 shots, and it's a done deal. So, at the final hearing, custody hearing, Andrika is awarded full custody, obviously, because Emily is going to jail. And Crucial found... OD and killed him. Okay, wait, let me go back. Because I said I wasn't gonna mention it, but I guess it would make sense. Like how I said about Donica, how it was halfway through the book, and it seemed like, oh yeah, she was a part of my story, so here's how she quickly died. It was the same thing with Essence. I think it was like 60% into the book, and there's one chapter of Essence so upset because when she woke up in the hotel that they had been hiding in, Donica's dead body was next to her in that hotel. So she calls OD like, OD, they know that we've been staying here because Donica's dead body was next to me when I woke up. And I don't know how she didn't already see this or she was just playing a fool, but OD is just like, Oh word. And she's like, so are you coming to pick me up? And he's like, nah, um i'll call you later i'm out about like handling business or whatever and it's like girl that nigga don't care about you he has you out here in a thruffle that you did not want to be a part of um and so to get her revenge or so-called revenge she gets in contact with some lunatics who get in contact with crucial because she's like you know i have his location um Cause she had went in like iCloud and saw that he was at the hotel with another woman. So she gave that information to Crucial, but you can check out like on your own. Now you don't have to check out at the front desk. So when they pull back up to that hotel, they're no longer there. So Crucial kills her. Now that's the end of essence. So it's just like, what was such a big deal in the first two books? It seemed like she quickly just tried to end those stories. And I was just like... This is what I mean. Um, so back to Crucial finding O.D. like in this little stowaway house. Um, he confronts O.D. like, where you think you're going? And once again, for some reason, before people are about to die, they think you stupid. And it's like, oh, come on, man. We brothers, you know. Uh, I told you that your uncle, and he's like, I know. But I killed him already. And OD is like, no, he can't be dead. I need him to get my mama out of jail. And he's like, ooh, your mama fought. She gonna stay in there. And there is a gun, like, on the counter. And Crucial tells him, like, you know, don't reach for that. But he reaches for it anyway, thinking, like, he got the one up on Crucial. And it's like, nigga, that's an empty gun. Ain't no clip in there. Um. So now OD is dead. Um, and Crucial is found not guilty of the two... T- t- double homicide so that's four bodies that he was charged with and the possession of you know unauthorized weapon was also thrown out so fleet free and clear of all charges happily ever after and what the epilogue everybody's married everybody had babies everybody is so happy you know um the only two people that were not married were chanel and Way. But um that's a part of the side story. So in the end, oh I'm um, sorry. Capri and Andrika had a baby girl who she also named Capri with a C instead of a K. Um so the side stories Lolly which I hate that fucking name, Lance, he was just like he cried about Ayana the whole book just to get back together in the end and realize that he loved her all along and you know she kept apologizing and everybody just made her out to seem so dirty like I can't get back with a woman who tried to play me who made me look like a fool it's like did you really look like a fool or did you just not know that she was pregnant it's like hiding a pregnancy and it's not even hiding because it's like she really didn't want to be with that nigga in the beginning anyway and really at all points tried to push him away but he was just so persistent and she was trying to figure out what was going on with her other situation I do not think that that made her sheisty in any type of way but at one point like he sees Ayanna in the store and because he saw her in the store to make himself feel better he went back to Leah and they started dating again just for it to be like the same cycle of them before so they broke up and then he was by himself for a while oh no I forgot there was an older woman that approached him you know like just trying to talk to him and he slept with her once kind of find out that older woman who told him that her name was Marie was actually Emily so before she went to jail uh Lance slept with her once and Ayanna saw them out like at a restaurant and he had to tell her it was actually the night like right before she got arrested like this ain't what it looks like and she's like you know you ain't got to explain nothing to me we not together but while he had Emily out of the house Cooper was inside the house setting it all up so all of that will fall back on her and all of that would come out so you know he ends up being more of a daddy to Ayana's baby than Jalen does and come to find out that his wife her baby wasn't even his baby and I'm like once again you women who are hiding secrets need to do your best to shut your mouth instead of trying to be all up in the mix like that ain't his baby don't contact my man anymore it's like if you knew that that was not your husband's baby you should have been meek mouse quiet wife not saying nothing let them handle their stuff you got the ring you got the money shut up but because Ayanna saw her out at the store and the wife was still talking stuff when uh, and Jalen did not want to get a paternity test it's like he was supposed to sign for the baby but when they was at the hospital he was like uh I don't know if this my baby or not because Lance showed up, but he wouldn't take the test. So when she saw old girl out at the store and she, uh, her baby dropped the pacifier out their mouth, she scoops it up and takes it to the lab and has it tested against her baby and found out that they wasn't brothers. And the only person that Ayana has technically slept with um, by penetration is Jalen. So there's no way that it could be Lance Bay because they literally did not sleep with each other till, like, the book was 98% done. So there was no way. Um, Like, what did I say? Chanel and Quay, like, they used to date... But, you know, of course he cheated. He was a little kid and they broke up and she moved on and got with the guy who was trying to be mayor. Well, he did win and become mayor, but because she was hanging out with Andrika and the lunatics, you know, that stuff came up online and Grant was like whooping her ass. And not to say that as if it's an afterthought, but I just, the side stories, they really don't do it for me. I really be focused on the main characters. I do not care. But, um... Right after he won mayor, one of the women that Quay was messing around with shows up and basically airs her out for cheating. So he beat her like really badly and told her that they were getting a divorce and, you know, he would put a spin on it. And the next morning when she wakes up, it is a story put out by him and his campaign manager who he was also sleeping with and she been knew that they were sleeping together. But you know, she was just playing her part. So she gets on Instagram live showing her face and showing off her body and how badly he beat her. And Quay shows up like he really did that to you. You know, don't worry about it. Boom, bow. Quay shows up to his place, whoops his ass. And then later on shows up with the rest of the top lunatics. And uh, they're just basically there for uh, moral support because Quay is the one that kills him uh jory like he knew that he was supposed to kill the kill old girl but um he never did it and she came to him lying talking about that she was pregnant knowing her ass wasn't pregnant because when she showed up to the party she throwing back shots like everything is cool so when she finally does get killed he feels away because he feel like nobody should have made a move without him and then he meets another girl, who later on down the line crucial has to be the one to tell him like you before they got into the fight, it's like you getting played by that bitch. Her name is Lorel. She's actually the girlfriend slash baby mama of one of the newer Yobes. and they using her to get to you. So you being played yet again. And when he goes and finds out that that's actually true, he has to shoot and kill old girl and admit to crucial that he was right and so uh all along he knows that he wanted to be with uh tasia who actually got with another lunatic and you know it was finally going places but when jory saw her with him and saw how she wasn't really paying uh him no attention anymore he kind of blew up her spot he was telling Knox. Because Knox acts like, you know, what do you know about your sister, uh, your girl's sister? So yeah, Jory was being a jealous and a hater and kind of messed up that relationship for her. And all in all, in the end, he knew he really wanted to be with her. So they got married and had twins themselves. So yeah, that's it. I hope you guys enjoyed my review and I hope to see you back next week where I continue the be love. um black mayhem mafia story peace and blessings